The Kern Institute Podcast Network. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Medical Education Matters. On this special bonus episode, we bring you Devarati Sham, a program manager with the Kern Institute, speaking with two students who are involved in planning and running one of our events, Med Moth, which is a storytelling event held at the Medical College of Wisconsin. In this particular episode, the students talk about their experience with MedMoth and also preview an opportunity for storytellers to get help with their story, crafting it and making sure it's ready for the event. This workshop is on October 24th, and there's a link to sign up in the notes for the show. The MedMoth event itself is on November 30th, meaning people have a lot of time to get their stories prepared as well as to sign up for MedMoth. We hope you enjoy learning more about this cool event. Devarati Sham. I'm a staff member of the Kern Institute for the Transformation of Medical Education. Today we are going to talk about the storytelling program in MCW led by medical students and inspired by the moth. For those of you that are not familiar with it, the moth is a nonprofit group started in 1997 and is dedicated to the craft of storytelling. The Moth Radio Hour that many of you may have listened to started in 2009, and it now airs on more than 500 stations across the country. We have two members from the Student Planning Committee today that runs the show. This committee meets regularly to plan the event, discuss what to do and how to go about it, and they identify tasks that need to be carried out in order for the successful execution of the event. A couple of Kern Institute members, Shannon Majewski, our senior event specialist, and myself work closely with this team to provide support. Let me welcome Corey Briska and Meg Summerside today to talk about their experiences of being part of MedMoth storytelling event in MCW. Welcome, Meg and Corey. Please introduce yourselves to our listeners and then talk a little about what has brought you to this program. Great. Thanks, Devarati. Um, I can go first. My name is Meg Summerside. I'm an M2 here at MCW. And I guess it was about this time last year that I was brought into MedMoth. I actually met you, Devarati, at one of the I remember at one yes. of the current events, and you pitched it as one of your favorite events, and you got me excited about it. And um, that was the first time I was introduced to it. It was new to me. I'd heard the Moth podcast before, uh, but that was the first time I had heard about Med Moth and what we do here. And then I went to one of the storytelling workshops, which we have one coming up in a few weeks. And I just thought it was a blast. I think I came to MCW and I had been out of school for about seven years and had moved here from Colorado. And I think I, I was trying to find a way to connect with folks. I had liked everyone I had met at school, but, you know, we're, we're focused and we're thinking about our studies. And I was curious just what people's life experiences were outside of that, but it's hard to find a medium to discuss those things sometimes, especially when you're meeting 200 new people 
so rapidly. And in the storytelling workshop, I just thought it was a cool space that individuals were talking about things that got them excited or making them laugh or making others smile or evoking emotions that we don't normally share in our day-to-day conversations when we're passing each other in the halls or sitting in lecture. And I thought it was really special. I just thought it was a blast. I thought it was fun. So it inspired me to get involved. And then the folks involved, Devarati, you and Shannon were great. And then met Corey and met the other leaders in the group. And it was just a place that got me excited to, to be involved in something here on campus. And so I continued with it. And now here we are. I'm still doing it and looking forward to our next events coming up. Uh, Corey, what about you? What brought you to MedMoth initially? Yeah. Hey, everybody. Um, my name is Corey. Uh, I'm an M2 as well. But unlike Meg, I'm kind of hot off the press. I came right from undergrad. Hot off the press. Um, yeah. And so I grew up in Wisconsin. And um, like I said, I came right from undergrad. And I was just inundated with science, uh, all neuroscience. And that was my major. And so I'm like, I need to do something that some humanities related. So let's <laughs> let's let's shift the focus a little yeah. bit. And so I was actually in my REACH group, which is mm-hmm. a mental health group that meets mm-hmm. for medical students. And I said, one of our mentors said, hey, why don't you do this thing called MedMoth? They tell stories. And lo and behold, I said, I'm in. And the rest is history, pretty much. Here I am. Well, I'm very and glad. And Corey, you told a story before you were even involved in the group. You told a story at the first MedMoth. You were way brave. I did, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have any shame. It's uh, the shame glass all dried up in my brain. <laughs> no, that was, no, that was great. Kidding. I remember that. I remember hearing you tell a story at that first one, and I had been involved in the group, but I was not ready to tell a story at the event. And then you were not yet involved in the group, but then told a story right away. And then I remember we spoke after and I was like, all right, this guy's got to be in on this because he already has the courage to get up and and tell a story right away, which was so cool. I want to remind both of um, um, our listeners that both of you are M2 students. Um, right in the middle of medical school, which we all know is very busy, very demanding. Um, let me ask you, what makes you stay engaged? Well, for me, I think it's a lot of things, right? Because like you said, it you know, stories can be a lot of things, right? They can be funny, they can be sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> I think as Meg and I can agree, medical school can be a bunch of different emotions, right? You can be really happy at times, you know, you pass mm-hmm. that test, you can be really sad, right? You're mm-hmm. distressed, you have all this work. And I think that's what keeps me uh, going with this, right? Because I have the outlet to, you know, express myself. You know, if I'm in a really bad point in my life, I can let people know through a story mm-hmm. that I am struggling right now. But let's say if I'm in a really good point in my right life, I'm really enjoying medicine, this is my mm-hmm. calling, I can tell a story about that. So for me, right, it, you know, it's just not one dimensional. You can go many ways with your storytelling. And that's what keeps me engaged, at least. Do you see any connection between storytelling and your um, preparation um, of becoming physicians? Do you get any? Yeah, I think, I think, you know, kind of bouncing off what Corey said, 
just like your day to day in everyone's life, especially in, you know, in medical school, because that's what we're doing right now. But I think for the rest of our careers and, and in our future patients or students' lives, being able to connect with people on a way that's important to them. Yes, I'm I don't know how to say this. Being excited about what's important to other people makes their your entire life more enjoyable. That's how I see it. Well put, yeah. So, you know, and I, I feel that way about MedMoth and I tell everyone that. Like it's great. You know what, Corey, I like what you said about it is a form of personal expression that keeps you coming back, but it's also a form of enjoying human beings. And I think that yeah. that's really important. And it's easy to get, I think right now in our day-to-day, sometimes you can get, you know, we're all talking about school. We're talking about that exam. You're talking about what you're studying. Mm -hmm. And it can sometimes get exhausting talking to others. And I imagine, of course, I'm not a physician yet, but we see it in clinic that you have patients coming in every day and they're they're coming to you with their ailments and, and with things they're struggling with and finding a piece of you that wants to hear what other people have to say is kind of this piece that can, yeah, it can make your your career more rewarding. And I think that to me, MedMoth is about storytelling, but it's also about learning how to listen Mm -hmm. and appreciate the stories of others. Mm -hmm. And so I think in our careers, being able to hear someone tell the story of their ailment and understand that how they're framing it and what they're emphasizing and what aspects they deem important is going to help us provide, not only listen to them and allow folks to feel appreciated and heard, mm-hmm. um, but also identify what is what is causing them the most pain. And through that story that they're telling you, I mean, using the word story as a romantic mm-hmm. way of someone just giving you their history of present illness or whatever. But that really is when you boil it down, what, what folks are doing when they come into clinic and tell you what's bothering them. Yeah. I just wanted to echo what you said, right? It's, it's the listening aspect. Cause like you said, what's the first thing when people (laughs) come in the hospital, you say, what's your story, right? So there's a lot of similarities between the two, right? Do you actually ask that question? Uh, probably not in that exact manner, but, uh, you know, that's, I actually had a preceptor once and he said, I really like medicine, but you know, I like more. I like, I like to ask the question, what's your story? I like to hear what the patient has to tell me. And so it's, it's very translatable to MedMaw. Yeah. And I think on a similar note, you know, we're building we're building the scheme of our career based on what we're observing from physicians around us. Mm-hmm. And Corey, like you mentioned, a preceptor you had, and same, there's uh, actually, she's someone who I'm trying to get in to tell a story, but a mentor of mine, <laughs> she sits down and says, so what are we talking about today? That's the way that she, you know, welcomes her patients in. And I think that that's just opens the floor for someone to tell you what's on their mind. I think that storytelling is this big umbrella for just interacting with other human beings. Like every, every decision you make, every step you take is like building your story. And then the way that you translate that to others is important. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is a way, this is a, a focused way that we can build those skills and also learn to appreciate them. And on another note, we get to hear from physicians who are willing to stand up at our MedMoth events 
And they tell hugely impactful stories for students. And that's another way that for us in our future careers, we can see that model to us. You know, they, they're talking about things that we don't get in a clinical setting. They're not telling us about grappling with a patient death or a family falling out or personal, you know, mental or physical health struggles. We're not hearing that in the clinic. We're not hearing that in the classroom. But in MedMoth, we're hearing those types of stories, and that's going to influence the way that I move through the rest of my career. That's a great point. I mean, of course, we get a variety of um, stories, you know, across the spectrum. But I I feel a lot of the stories talk about um, the frailties and vulnerabilities and weaknesses where they have felt. And I've heard stories in MedMoth um, event where they say, this is the first time I'm sharing this outside. And I feel relieved that I'm getting a space to do that. So that's, I can imagine how impactful it would be on a person. I know both of you have attended many of the MedMoth events by now. Do you think, um, um, can you tell me what you think are elements that make a good storyteller? Yeah, so, I mean, this is a very subjective question, right? I think what it boils down to is, can you tell a story from the heart, right? Mm and I think that, you know, I, me, I don't, I feel like I'm not a very good actor. I can't really put on a face and <laughs> do a lot of theatrics and dance around the stage. But I can, um, I think one thing that I have, what I bring to my stories is I, it comes from the heart, right? It's, it's, I try to be as genuine as possible. Mm-hmm. I do have a very, when I tell my stories, a very poetic way of mm-hmm. speaking, but that's just how I like to present my stories. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, you know, some other people like to go with a very funny, com- uh, like a comedic route, which is a, also very mm-hmm. entertaining, you know? So mm-hmm. it it really depends. But I think people can pick out when it's very disingenuous. In medicine, we are dealing with such heavy topics mm-hmm. that, you know, it comes out in the story that this weighs on people and they are presenting it, you know, from a place of great emotion. Yeah. And authenticity also, like you said. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah and I think building on that, it's really just enthusiasm. And I think anyone, Deverati, you're totally correct that not everyone is a great storyteller, but I think everyone can be a great storyteller. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, what's also cool about MedMoth is and about storytelling events in general, um, X Fabula is the local uh, storytelling collective that we've partnered with and they do events. But I always tell people, because like, people get shy, they don't want to tell their story. But if you have something you're excited about, it's infectious. I'm totally prone to rambling and I understand that those are the types of things that you can learn how to craft a compelling story. And anyone can learn that aspect of how to... How to you know, get to the point and condense it down and what what aspects are important and what aren't and how to hold an audience. Those those you can learn. But I think that if there's a topic or an experience or something that an individual is enthusiastic about, it's going to be a good story because people care when you care. And I think we see that that relates to our careers and that relates to interpersonal connections. But we definitely see it in MedMoth that when someone gets in front of the microphone and 
they're showing enthusiasm and passion. And Corey, you said it perfectly, like it's coming from the heart, then it's going to be a good story. Yes. Yes. So I'm, I'm hearing you say there are two sort of parts to it. One is actually being genuine and authentic, coming from the heart. And then there is a little bit of craft also that can be learned from a little bit of practice. So do you want to tell our um, listeners how you prepare uh, your storytellers for the event? Because I know you do a workshop to prepare them. Do you want to say a little bit about that part? Yeah. So we have a workshop coming up. Um, it really depends on where the storyteller is with their story. So we have some storytellers who they're repeat storytellers. There's a few physicians that are really enthusiastic and we kind of trust them and leave them to their devices, but we're more of a resource for folks. Um, but there's a lot of new storytellers who are learning. And for that, we do have storytelling workshops. So folks can come in. We have one coming up on the 24th being led by Dr. Campbell, Dr. Bruce Campbell. Um, he's been a great advocate for MedMoth and he's also a wonderful storyteller. And we kind of, I think the first part, and Corey, jump in at any minute if I'm forgetting, but I think the first thing is just identify that you have a story. I think a lot of people say like, I don't have any good stories. And I always say, if you're living on this earth, you have stories. There's, <laughs> You can't make it through the day without a story. Mm -hmm. So you do have stories. So that's usually the first part of the exercise, which I think is the most fun aspect. It's just kind of exploring people's stories. That's when you get to know people and get, you know, get to know what the first experiences that pop out in their minds are. And then the second step is just learning the arc of a story and, and how to present. And that's something that we work on usually as a group. Um, there's a very brief didactic portion where we explain kind of what an arc of a story looks like, you know, the buildup, the details, you know, the, the, the peak and then the resolution. Mm -hmm. And then we'll practice one-on-one. -on -one. Um, it's super low stress. It's very low, low commitment, low stress. It's just meant to be fun, but we'll usually partner up and stumble, stumble through our stories on a first pass. Right. And the more you tell a story, the more you get comfortable with it, the more, you identify what aspects are essential to the story and what can be left out. And then we give feedback to one another and say, this part was unclear or that I really liked when you emphasized this part or this portion didn't seem to fit. Um, and then we can come back as a group and folks can can tell their story in front of the group if they'd like. And if if they don't want to, that's fine too. And not everyone who participates in the storytelling workshops speak at MedMoth. That's not obligatory. Some folks just want to come and have a nice time telling stories, and and we love that too. But if if folks are excited about it and want to take their story to Menmoth, then we encourage them to do so, and we can we have opportunities to then practice leading up, you know, kind of a dress rehearsal, if you will, leading up to the main event, and then yeah, we just kind of trust folks. They have five <laughs> minutes. And we you know we after we 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 try to let people tell the story the way they want to and we're there for as much or as much feedback as they want and as much guidance as they want but it really is a cool opportunity for self-expression and we try not to interfere with that but rather guide and provide resources if if folks want that it's super low stress just to echo what meg said um we're not we're not going to grade you or, you know we're not going to do a like any of that it's really just if you want to come tell a story and it's it's 
it's what you make out of make of it really you know if you want advice on your story we can give you advice and like i said it's a pretty open environment we're not we're not we're not mean or anything like that Mm-hmm. So. And I think, I think too, a feedback I often get with these storytelling, even just attending a storytelling mm-hmm. night, mm-hmm. is like, oh, I'll get up there and it'll be such a bad story. And what I always say is, like, especially I've gone to the, I think all the MedMoth stories are great, mm-hmm. biased, but I really do. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I've been to a lot of community storytelling events. And sure, sometimes people get up there and they tell a story and it's meandering and you don't really know what the point is. But then at the end of the day, you're like, they got up there. They told a story. And to me, I'm like, that's awesome. And so there really is, unless it's wildly inappropriate, which we we fortunately don't run into that issue with men not too much. But to me, I feel like if someone has the courage to get up and share a story, it's five minutes long and no one really cares. Get up there, tell a story. And I'm I have so much respect for anyone who has the courage to do that. And so I'm like, there's no such thing as really a bad story. So don't be nervous about that. If you want to tell it, then it's worth telling and it's worth hearing. It's worth sharing. Yes. Um, couldn't agree more. But as you know, um, many people have um, the fear of public speaking. Just the act of going there on stage and standing in front of a microphone and an audience can be intimidating for a lot of people. So the workshop is actually helpful to people who are a little shaky about that. Um, I'm sure what you just told us is something you tell your peers, you promote the event, you try to recruit new members. What kind of response well, do you hear? I feel from like your the peers? response is usually like, oh, this is so cool. Great. I'll be there. And then they just don't come because everyone's busy. <laughs> yeah. yes. I don't think I've That's ever had someone yeah. say like, that doesn't, why would I go to that? I'm not interested in that, mm-hmm. which I think is a testament to MedMoth, sure. Yeah. Or a testament to people being friendly, which great, mm-hmm. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. I I encourage everyone to show up because I do think it's one of the more unique events that we have here at MCW. And it really is just pure like joy to me and like fun. Yeah. And, and there is and, such a human connection to it at the you know foundation of this program. Yeah, and just, I mean, I could just be postulating too, right? Doctors are, uh, funny enough, very driven and <laughs> like to get a lot done. Mm-hmm. And this seems like more, right? This is more humanities, not very science driven. Um, and so that could detract some people from coming, but I can't express enough that you you need an outlet. That's that's what it comes yeah. down to. Um, and if you say you don't, I, I got news for you, buddy. You are lying <laughs> to yourself. So, um, you know, I can just only recommend take some time out of your day. It's not that long. And, um, you know, like I said, we, we don't bite. So, well, I want to thank both of you for making time for me and for our listeners to share your experiences of being at the in Medmoth. Um, also, thank you for the work you do um, every week, because I know I meet you um, on and off to make this happen. So a huge thanks to both of you for um, doing the work and also for agreeing to come and share your experiences with us today. Is there anything you would like to add? 
I would just like to add, come to Medmont. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if there's any, yes. If, if there's anything else to say, um, it's like I said. I just want to, if I could hammer home one point, it's it. It really does. It it's a great outlet, um, and I think that's the bottom line of why I stayed. And you know, whatever point in my life I am right now, whether I'm sad, happy, all the range of emotions, I can express them at Medmont. Well said. November 30th. We'll see yes. you there. So the next MedMoth <laughs> event for this semester for fall of 2023 is on November 30th. And we have a MedMoth workshop in preparation for the event for storytellers who would like a little bit of practice. That's on October 24th. So hoping to see more new faces to our events. Um, I'm going to close now and thank all of you for being here today. <laughs>